What's up, girls, gays, and theys? Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic, a comedy podcast about surviving your 20s. And honestly, we all really, really, really could use some help. It's me, Christian, your thought therapist here to help guide you the best of my thoughty knowledge on all things adulting. So let's get it, shall we? Welcome back, Thoughties, to another episode of The Thought Topic with your host, me, Christian Sanchez. Oh, I know my voice sounds a little raspy. Um, it's been a long week over here in bright and beautiful Hell's Kitchen. Um, my uh, parents have been visiting all week, and I've been working like crazy, getting th- getting some exciting things ready for Thought Topic. Um, working, you know, my 50 million jobs that I always talk about. And your girl's feeling tired, but man, oh man, am I excited for this episode this week. This week, our guest is Monique Fontaine, the one and only icon. Monique is a makeup artist, a an activist, and overall just um, hot girl, queer icon. She is a woman of the trans experience. And so this week's episode, we talk about um, queer issues and we talk about um, her story and how she like came into her gender identity and um, we talk about dating and other like fun little uh, stories so I am really grateful to have Monique on my show this week just because she was so honest and real with us um, to the point where I I was so touched and like moved by like hearing her her story and so I hope you all enjoy that this week uh, it's pride baby so we got to be prideful um so before we get into the episode with monique i have a really 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 exciting announcement um the thought topic is dropping merch baby so as of monday june 21st we will be dropping our first line of the thought topic merch so we have stickers we have phone cases we have a hoodie we have a t-shirt we have all the things so if you want to support the show, you want to rock your thought topic um, streetwear, then that will be available on our website um, and it will be live uh, as of Monday, June 21st. So we will be announcing it and showing sneak peeks and previews of uh, the merch that we have available for sale um, on Instagram this weekend and for, you know, the rest of time. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. The drop is, like I said, Monday, June 21st, and you won't want to miss it. So um i'm so excited to be dropping it it's so cute we did a shoot for um the line earlier this week and so if you already follow the show or you follow me then you have seen some of the previews of it and the model sucking killed it shout out to my babes my besties who rocked that shit and you know my fellow thoughts are gonna want to be rocking their millennial pink uh, thought topic wear so make sure you check that shit out and yeah, I'm super, super excited to be doing this. Uh, thought Topic has come a long way and I'm so thankful to have my community of thoughts and my people behind me to help make this fucking happen. So I love you guys. I'm super excited. The show is growing, growing, growing. And yeah, um, I think that is the biggest and most important announcement I have to make for now. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Here is Monique Fontaine. Mo-
Monique Fontaine. Welcome to The Thought Topic. Hi, honey. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I was just going to ask you that. You really are amazing. Literally looking like a fucking goddess on this beautiful Thursday morning. Oh my God, thank you so much. Like, skin so glowy. Um... Monique just told me that she had on the Fenty body butter shout out and I touched her arm and it literally feels amazing. It's so soft. It's transformed my skin. It's yeah. crazy. And I also have the Fenty. Uh, I use their skincare line as well. Oh, really? I've been for like two years and I'm obsessed with it. You only use that? You don't use anything um, else? I use a couple other products here and there. I'll use like a vitamin C. Cute. But most of her stuff is all hers. Oh, God. Re- what, what will Rihanna not do? Like she um, kills everything. Album. Oh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Oh my God. Coming in hot. Yes, Monique. I love it. Anyway, welcome to the Thought Topic. We are going to have a lot of fun today. Okay. I'm so excited to have you Thank here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yay. Happy Pride. I know. Happy Pride. It's happy, an amazing month. Happy fucking Pride. I'm so uh, I'm so excited to like get into all the like silly things we have to talk about, all the messy shit. That's really right. like how we like to do things. Okay. Monique, why don't you tell the Thoughties a little bit about yourself? Um, let's start with your name, where you're from, your job passion your sign and why you are a certified thought go <laughs> <laughs> oh lord so my name is monique fontaine i am 35 Queen. um i am a black trans woman yes um my passion would be um being me um yes love that and just trying to spread positivity and you know it's uh just being me, um, my job, I'm a makeup artist. I work at Sephora. Queen. Um, I've been doing that for three years, but I've been in the makeup industry for, I think, eight years now. Mm-hmm. I started when I was 13 on my mom's face, and then I kind of moved up and Wait, I love that. That's yeah. so cute. Thank you. Oh, my um, God. It was fun. I made my mom look like a clown when I was younger, and then she finally <laughs> said, you know what? Here's a makeup brush. Do something else. My face is tired of your horrible makeup skills. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> I love you, sweetie, but it's just time to move on. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I used to do the same shit to my mom. I would always try to like do her makeup. Uh, And it was me and my younger sister who would always try to do it. And then my mom would be like, okay, girl, stop. I look terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love you, Robin. Shout out to my mom. But um, if I had that many like daughters who were constantly trying to do my hair and makeup, I'd be like, can you bitches back off? Like, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) And now it's crazy. Like looking at like YouTube, it's like you see these 12 year old girls that are like incredible makeup artists. And I'm like, why am I 35 and I can't do a straight liner? And they're like, oh, my God, look, I'm six. I can do liner. No, literally. I just learned how to do winged liner last year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh yeah, um, where I'm from. I'm sorry. So I'm originally from Maine. Okay, um, cute. I have been in New York for uh, 13 years since 2008. She's seasoned, baby. Um, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, quick question yes. for you. How do you feel? Do you how do you feel about living in New York now versus when you first came here? Do you feel like it's changed a lot? Um. So it's interesting. I feel yes. I do feel like it has changed a lot. But also, when I was 22, I had the party mentality. Like I had totally. never lived on my own. Okay. So when I was in Maine, I went to high school, college, et cetera, et cetera. So okay. I kind of grew up there. Um. But not really living on my own. Being in New York was like this playground because. I had roommates. I didn't have my mother. There was no parental advice. There was no parental guidance around. It was the first time you were like really free. Really free on, your on my own. own. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like in my small town there wasn't a huge queer community. Okay. Um, and I feel like for Maine back in the day it was it was very much a gay and lesbian scene. There wasn't many trans women, so okay. it was like maybe 
three trans people that I knew of. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we all kind of found each other. I used to go to this place called Outright. Um, and it was they had like weekly drop-ins, and okay. I went there from I want to say sixteen till I was like nineteen. Okay. Um, and I met a bunch of cool queer, gay, lesbian, trans people there, um, and they kind of helped me figure out who I wanted to be. And then, you know, I just kind of um, I got really big into performing because I was doing makeup back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and so that kind of helped, and that kind of spiraled into where I am today. It, you hear a lot about people kind of like in their small community trying to find their other like family, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to find people they can relate to and like really embrace their queerness, and that's how they like explore their gender identity Mm -hmm. or they um realize like oh this is my sexuality versus like my how i present my gender where i grew up it was kind of similar to because i grew up in grand rapids michigan which like isn't a super small town but it and it had like a little bit of a queer scene when i was a teenager too so i remember there's this one nightclub i think it's still a thing so maybe i shouldn't say it it's called rumors okay of i've course, heard about it yeah yeah of course there's only like one gay club and it's called rumors of course <laughs> i love it it's so shady um but i used to like go there i think maybe when i was like 18 17 oh i just sneak in when i was 17 and that was like my first experience connecting like with other queer people and like um just like experiencing drag and stuff and so when you are in that place you're always kind of like looking you you seek it out Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i was also in the theater background i also have a theater background as well oh yeah you're a performer babes i already know i was all over a performer um but you know i think being in the uh in outright mm-hmm. um and my gsa the gay straight alliance in my high school uh-huh, uh-huh. um i know that really helped me kind of flourish into who i was because um they would take us so my gsa would take us to this conference it's trans it's like a lgbt i think it was mostly a trans conference yeah in connecticut um at the university of connecticut i think it was wow um and so it was like a three-day conference and you could just they had courses you could literally go and okay um and people would talk uh they had like um musical acts and you could it was a bunch of stuff they had like a craft fair it was a bunch of things and it was just like a weekend of being able to be around queer people i knew that i could be different and there Mm -hmm. was a light at the end of the tunnel and then i also remember that they took us on this trip to vermont this trans conference at the i think it was the university of vermont or some college in vermont that was the first weekend i actually lived as monique full time oh my god i love Um, it and so i feel blessed with having you know my friends who were the outcasts of my school you know really have my back so question for you then how did you feel like sorry i totally just lost my train of thought i was like inspired <laughs> by something you said oh god damn it it's a it's an adhd for me can't remember what i was it's just gonna say <laughs> i know okay so oh i remember okay so being that that's kind of like the background you came from i i peep your social media now not only are you a fucking icon because you, you serve all your makeup <laughs> looks and everything on there but you're also a little bit of an activist too so is that something that you have recently come into or do you feel like it's always kind of been a part like as you've discovered your like gender identity and things like that you know i feel like a little bit of both. I feel like more recently, like over the past 13 years, now that I've like I'm fully transitioned into into who I want to be, I feel like I'm able to speak upon it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like back in the day, before I transitioned, it was kind of 
trying to educate people about what trans was because when I came out, um, it was like in 2004. Yeah, there was it definitely like, not as like openly talked about right. as it is now. Being gay and lesbian was a thing, but being trans was a kind of a new thing. You only saw trans hookers on you know TV or it was the Jerry Springer show or the Maury show, is that a man? Mm-hmm. Those type of like um, harmful you know projects that they would do mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. weren't really showcasing in trans community in a positive light, right? Right. So I would always try to be normal and be like, this is me, you know, I'm just as normal as anyone else. Totally. Um, and so I felt like that's kind of where I started, but the older I got and the more educated I got about who I was and the topics around me, I was able to speak upon it more. And I actually, like, I love activism work and that's kind of why I'm glad to be on the show. Yes, um, that's like your babes. <laughs> um, but I love education and I also love just, you know, edu- informing people mm-hmm. that trans people are just as normal as everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, too, when you're a part of the queer community or if you're a part of like a marginalized group, period, I feel like your existence, something I heard when I was young and I kind of got into my own like activism journey is that your existence is a part of your activism. Your existence in itself is activism because there are people who like don't want you to exist, you know, so um, I think it's natural for a lot of people who are in the queer community to just kind of like naturally take that on and naturally like become really passionate and like loud about who they are mm-hmm. and, and in turn that makes them an activist right you get what i'm saying i totally do and yeah I, I also feel like too it's like you either have like for being like for myself right i like for some trans women they're very stealth and they don't talk about being trans at all right yeah totally it's like they transition and that's it no one knows their past no one knows anything about them before mm-hmm. they transitioned which is totally okay yeah um but for me i felt the need to be open about it so i could educate someone else and i could educate other people yeah um granted i don't necessarily run down the street saying i'm a trans woman because for safety purposes no but absolutely <laughs> you know like uh there are clearly a lot of people who still have a fucking problem with that and to them they're not welcome here right. you know what i mean yeah um but i mean like i like i guess even that's why i do makeup artistry right so mm-hmm. if i can make someone else feel beautiful and feel amazing about themselves and i'm doing something right and on top of it being a trans person to educate them as well right while they're in my chair stop i'm literally gonna cry (laughs) out like no it's really just like so poetic to me because i feel like i like i relate to you in the sense that i also genuinely like try to use um my own like identity or like my own my own experience to touch other people and make them feel beautiful i mean i think that's why i became an actor performer like why i have a podcast where i try to give other people a platform and like connect with them as a way to like just kind of like humanize people and you know like my show is still growing we're still like building this community and like i'm still growing my podcast within the like new york city scene but what i like about it is that i I mean, I don't ever want to be that podcaster influencer that just like interviews celebrities. Like, I think it's important to tell different stories and right. tell different narratives. And I just think that, you know, I'm so like emotionally like moved and touched by you because I see like, you know, I, I know you cause I've worked with you like at Sephora and stuff before, but I see that energy and I see that work when you connect with people. And I, I think it's so poetic and profound. And I just like, I really admire that about thank you. You're oh such a God, fucking thank queen. You. Oh my God, thank you so, so much. I greatly appreciate that. You know, I think that some days are better than others. And like yeah. hearing that, it really warms my heart because it's, it shows in that I'm doing something right. 
Oh, baby, I'm so about words of affirmation. <laughs> like, you can ask Savannah. It's fun. We always joke about it that, like, I over, I constantly am, like, oversharing it, always being like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Like, I'm just going to tell you how much I love you. And, and it's see, like, girl. Me too. I'm, my, my friend's like, Monique, I get it. Shut up. I don't care if you love me. I get it. I know. I love you, too. I'm just like, I love you. I love you. You're I love like, you. I'm going to keep going. Right. I, I always feel like you never know when today is going to be your last day. And I feel like you should always tell your friends that you love them. Yeah, because, like, I know it's important to also, like, show people you love them. But, like, I think that we always do that in little ways. That's why I really value, like, words of affirmation and, like, always, like, verbally communicating that. Because I think also as a child, like, I just, like, wanted more of that mm-hmm. because I grew up in a really big family. And my parents are very loving and they did so much for me. But, like, I just, I, I think that's what made me value it even more, you know? It's just, mm-hmm. like, not constantly getting that, uh, that like, attention where it's, like, um, I know I'm proud of you, but I have to take care of all these other kids. So I'm just going to kind of tell you. And then I'm like, I'm like going into the psychology of like, it's what? okay. So it's like, totally okay. I like so fucked up. But um, it like made me value it even more. And like, because I'm just a talker and I never shut the fuck up. So and see, it's interesting because I was the only child and my mom was a single parent. Oh, so okay. I got all this attention, all the love. I literally got everything I ever wanted. And, you know, my mom is my angel and Aww. she's my person. And, different topic for a different day oh yeah but you know i feel like i'm very blessed with that because i didn't i didn't have the same experience you did you know and i yeah. feel like i was looking for acceptance in different ways from her mm-hmm. and i feel like for me it was ex- trying to for her to accept me as a person and as a woman and as her daughter yeah totally totally oh, um, man. but i got it so i'm here now and you know it she hears everything i do now and she's a really big part of you know my journey and i'm thankful oh my god i love that so okay wait question for you we're gonna like transition a little it's bit okay. okay so i <laughs> so um of course this is the thought topic so we get a little dirty here it's okay. you know what i mean and well and part of what i like about my show too is that like i just have always been like a very sexually open person like i just think it's like fun before I conceptualized the show and started interviewing people about their sex and dating lives, I just would always talk, like, that's my first go-to topic at, like, a fucking party or when I meet new people. I'm like, okay, I've had one drink. So what is everyone like in the bedroom? Like, let's just, like, get into it. But anyway, so, of course, I naturally have to ask you the question, are you a certified thought? Um, <laughs> retired. Retired. She is retired from the streets, lady and the gentlemen. <laughs> Well, because you're you're in a relationship. Yes, yes, I've been with my boyfriend for oh my god, it'll be nine years at the end of the year. Oh my god, yeah, two thousand and twenty-two makes I think ten years. Okay, you're giving me hope right now because it's I'm crazy. like single as fuck, and so I'm like, wow, there's hope like that you actually can like be in a relationship. Yeah, you know, I love my boyfriend, and you know, <laughs> are you sure, girl? I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I love him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No I, no, I do love my boyfriend. Yes. Um, you know, we have a love-hate relationship, but I feel like that's all relationships. And Yeah. Um, you know, well, some nine years are, is a long time. Nine that's years so is much, a long time. That's such an investment. It is an investment. Um, no ring on my finger yet. Fingers crossed one day. And mm-hmm. if not, then... We'll see what happens. If you get that ring on the finger, though, I'm excited for the nail look that's going to be with I know, it. Because, right? like, this, like, blue swirl pattern is, like, giving me oh my everything God, I, I want. I totally broke one the other day, and I have to get them fixed tomorrow. Honestly, your nails still look better than mine because they're, like, grown <laughs> out as fuck, and, like, they're too wide for my fingers now, so it's fine. Um, um, but <laughs> I used to be a thought okay. back in the day. Yeah. Um, When I first moved to the city, you know, I was living, like, the college lifestyle. The thought partying. girl life. Yeah, you know, partying, drinking, 
you know, the drugs at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, just living life. So I used to be a thought. Um, but, you know, things happen. People change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I still have a good sexual experience. Oh, yes. But, you know, <laughs> one dick for me. For now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. <laughs> My thing, too. Okay, so part of, like, also what I like about the show is that we're, like, thought is, being a thought is not only, like, just, like, you know, getting your cheeks clapped. It's also a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes, it's like a... You can have thoughty energy and not be fucking anybody. Right. That's it's it's confidence. <laughs> I feel like being a thought is about being a confident human being. And like owning your sexuality. Right. And I feel like sometimes and it's like a negative power. connotation and it's not yeah, positive like I, thought energy. You know, I was just watching I Love Jersey Shore. That's like one of my favorite like shitty reality TV shows. Oh my God, Snooky. Snooky. Oh my God. She's part of the reason why I'm a thought because I watched that show when I was like 13 <laughs> and I was like, I want to be like that girl. Shout out to Snooky, dream guest. Um, but I... I was watching that show the other day and they were like saying thotties on there and they're like where the thotties at where the thotties at and i was just laughing at myself because i was like damn really people still say thotties as a way of like oh that girl's a hoe and i was like because i surround myself with like women and like queer people and like uh whenever we say like hoe or like shit like that it's always in a positive connotation right. if someone were to seriously call me a whore as a way to I'm insult like, oh me God, i would be thank like thank you so much i'd be like right for the hour literally like i'm like Girl, it's 2021. That's not going to hurt my feelings. It's like water is wet. Yes, I'm a hoe. Right. <laughs> Who's not right. a hoe? You know? If you're not a hoe, you're not living your best life. Facts. That's it. <laughs> if you're not a hoe, you're not living your best life. So, Monique, um, you're an icon, a certified thotty. Um, today, I want to talk about a little bit of your mantra when it comes to dating, relationships, okay. um, obviously sex. And also, yeah, just like we're going to help the thotties out. This is a survival guide for your 20s. Okay. So, um, you like, you know, you were talking about how when you moved to New York, you live the thought girl life and you don't really like live that way as much anymore. You're a thought for your, your boo. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so we got to give them advice. We got to help them out. So, um, so I feel like my mantra for relationships with dating is do whatever the fuck makes you happy. Yeah. Um, I feel like, and I've experienced this a lot. A lot of people are caught up with like dumb shit and like labels and like what other people think about them and like mm-hmm. do you mean like the relationship title the relationship, well not even relationship title i feel like it's about what their friends think or what their family thinks yeah okay um i've learned being a trans person that not everyone is open mm-hmm. um and the person you could be seeing is open but their friends are not oh and their okay family may not be open like to like do you mean by them dating a trans person yes. oh okay yeah um or their family thinking they're gay because they're dating a trans woman oh. that whole bullshit yeah 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 um uh, and so i've just learned to do whatever the fuck makes me happy mm-hmm. um and i feel like that's what the my partner should do as well i feel like people are just too wrapped up with what other people think and there's a saying that if it's not paying your bills it shouldn't matter <laughs> facts <laughs> big facts i'm sorry are you paying my bills i'm sorry are you making me come every night right, no so right. uh, i really don't give a fuck about your opinion on my relationship right yeah i mean i can kind of relate to that in the sense of like when i date like i've dated someone before and my friends have been like oh i don't like them like i don't like them for you i think you can do better it's like okay well you're not the one dating them bitch so right. get over it right because you i'm pretty sure your boyfriend is trash too right so first of all if you date men period Period, like chances are they suck <laughs> uh, i'm going to agree with that i love my boyfriend but men do suck yeah like it's 
it's just like water is wet men are terrible like it's 2021 that's what we've realized yeah. <laughs> your skin hydrated and a little bit of spf and you're good to go right <laughs> facts oh my god <laughs> literally we uh, am asking about sex and dating but i really should have just asked for your skincare routine in depth and just talked about that for 45 minutes like to be honest with you um yeah i just like i don't know i so i just like recently started being open about my sexuality as okay. being like pan and like right. bi i've always like people who've known me have always kind of like known that about me but it, i'm like more public about it now because of my show and it's funny because now like when I've talked a little bit about this on my show, but now when I date people, like it's weird because sometimes I get the reaction of, Oh, like if I'm dating a straight man, they're kind of like, they fetishize that I am also attracted to women in some way. And then like when I've dated like women or people, women who also love women, sometimes they're like, Oh, well, you're really just a straight girl. You know what I mean? I've heard that. Yeah. It's interesting because I actually identify as, pansexual as well yes um i have dated women in the past Uh uh-huh um even as a female Mm -hmm. um but i've also dated trans men and i've also dated um cis men yeah um i would date a trans woman as well if i had the opportunity to Mm -hmm. um if my relationship ever ended i would date a trans woman as well yeah um i feel like you kind of as well it's like Whatever makes your soul and heart happy, that's who you should be with. Right, exactly. Um, and I feel like a lot of people put labels on that. Um, and I also feel like uh, I kind of get the same thing. Cause it's like, oh, well, your boyfriend must be gay because he's dating you and you have a penis. And I'm just like, well, the penis doesn't make me the woman. And right. it doesn't make me any less of a woman. And so I feel like love should be open and free. And it should have no boundaries. If you love the person, you love the person. End of story. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, too. I think for me, I had a hard time calling myself pansexual for a while because I was or or just like identifying as a queer person, because uh, when I was younger, like in college, I would be like, oh, well, I would have sex with like someone of any like gender identity like it, that doesn't really matter to me. But I don't know if I would like date someone like that because I was still kind of like you know rooted in some of my like internalized misogyny where i was like oh well maybe i need to like end up with a man the rest of my life like whatever and like pretty much since i moved to new york i've really like shedded that like whole mentality that like the way i truly envision it for myself is like i could literally end up with anybody and i would be okay and happy with that because that's what feels like right and like acceptable to me and i just feel like i i forget that not everyone is there yet but i feel like new york does that because i feel like over the years, I have become more open with my sexuality. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like New York is such a big melting pot that you meet everyone. Yeah. So you were exposed to literally everything under the sun. Um, it's a charcuterie board of sexy people. I honestly. know, right? <laughs> um, and so I really think that it's kind of like being in Maine, right? There, there was, I was mostly surrounded by gay white men. Right. Um, and there was maybe two black men like who were openly gay in mm-hmm. the area that I'm sure there were more, but mm-hmm. that's who I knew, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, the minute I moved to New York, I was like, oh my god, there's like this whole nationality is everyone under the sun. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, gender and race, and you know, and gender expression and identity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel like with you, I, I feel the same way as you do. It's like. For a while, I was like, oh, I have to be with a cis man because I'm a woman. And that's the only thing that's appropriate and allowed. Did you feel like it was going to validate your identity more? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and so I didn't really, I didn't really understand. I knew who trans men were and uh, the concept of it, but I was like, I would never be with a trans man because that would that just people would be like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. but then once I stopped giving a fuck, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, the you know, I I love everyone and I'm gonna explore it, and that's yeah. what I did. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here having this moment where I'm like, oh, I'm pansexual. I'm like open to meeting anyone and dating anyone. And I'm literally so single. It hurts. <laughs> like I'm literally, since I realized that about myself, I'm just like way more comfortable. And like, I don't feel the need to like get to date for validation mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. I'm dating because I genuinely like, if I like connect with somebody and I really like them, then I'll date them. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm not dating anyone right now because I haven't met anyone I like mean, that. Yeah, people but in th- 2020 are trash, so it's hard to date yeah okay okay okay. can we talk about that for a second i know that's a little bit of a tangent but i feel like uh no one is prepared for how crazy our dating world is now because you have so many options that you do it's crazy it's like too many options do you feel that way it's, it's scary how many options it's like you have the internet you have not much so much magazines because you know people aren't posting ads anymore Oh yeah, true. <laughs> I guess they post their ads on the internet, right? But, like, but you there's have different options within right, the internet. Right. Then you have social media, uh-huh. and you have all these platforms where people have access to you. Yeah. No matter how much you think they don't, everyone has access to someone. I could start dating someone in Japan if I like met like right. met them on Instagram or some shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like walking, like I was walking on the street today to your apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'm wearing jeans and a tank top. My stomach's out, you know, but I'm tall, mm-hmm. and you know. By tall, I mean I'm 5'9". FYI, I'm not a giant. Queen. Um, <laughs> I like want to be 5'10 so badly. I literally, I don't have them on right now, but I always wear platform shoes. You see me at work. I always wear fucking platform. At casting calls, I tell people I'm 5'10". Queen. Love that. You know. Um, you have 5'10 energy. So you have 5'11 you. energy, Thank you. Honestly. Oh, my God. You take um, up the room, girl. Thank you so much. <laughs> Some people think it's suffocating, but oh, well. They, so <laughs> tell them to take a deep breath. breath. <laughs> Um, no, anyway, but, keep going. No, so but it's like, you know, I was street. walking the street and some guy tried to talk to me and I'm just like, don't turn around because he has said something and I always have my headphones in ignoring people. Yeah. I was walking and he was like, hi. And I was like, hello. He's like, what's your name? And I definitely kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I'm good. That, I just learned that like that people don't care what you say. I'm not interested. I have a man. Uh, okay. What's your name? Uh, I don't. Like, I'm not going to entertain this. Like, I don't have time for this. I have somewhere to be, sir. Yeah. Uh, You know what? It's funny. I was was coming home from the gym the other day, and I had on, like, cute little biker shorts and, like, sports bra matching set moment. Mm. And when I was, like, yeah, I I low-key did look sexy because my spray tan was even that day. Okay, And and I was walking up to my apartment, and I had my headphones in, but I paused the music for a second, and I walked past these two guys, and I literally heard one of them go, damn. And I was, like... Oh my god! I was like, "This is why I keep my headphones in because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear shit like this." Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, it did make me feel good because I just got done working out, so I was like, "Thank you, the workouts are paying off." But also, go fuck yourself, <laughs> right? And you know, it's like a pod. Those it's those positive affirmations from the like, strangers that are really amazing because you can feel like shit that day, and someone's like, "Oh my god, you look really hot." I'm just like, "Oh my god, thank you." I'm like, "Thank you." I didn't you. even brush my hair today, but thank you. I'm like, "Thank you, old white man with no teeth." I really yeah, appreciate uh, thank it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like clingy as fuck. Um, my Ooh, boyfriend yes. would tell you that. He's like, "Can you get off me?" Like, you're wait, wait, wait. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. I know. Ah, I know. I'm like you know, water I am, sign you know, in your feelings a, in your bag. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I'm also so I actually have two birthdays. So okay. I'm a Pisces, and then I my other birthday is May 15th. So I think that's a 
Taurus? That's yeah. Taurus. Which is a bull, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're a little summer so, baby. Yeah. So I'm like an aquatic bull. That's great. <laughs> Wait, I love that. <laughs> I guess that's so true though, because like, okay, so my my sun sign is Sagittarius, okay. so that little like horse archer person. Okay. Um, and then my moon signs Cancer, like a little crab. So I'm also like, I'm also an aquatic animal. Yeah. I'm like I'm an aquatic horse. I'm a seahorse. I just call myself a mermaid, <laughs> and we simplify it that way. Um, yes. But okay. I have so true energy so of a clingy. Pisces. Okay. I am a little clingy. Um, she said, "Play Needy" by Ariana Grande. <laughs> you know, I love that song. Um, but you know, it's not my fault. Like, if I give my energy to someone, I'm gonna want it reciprocated back. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's consistency fair. is a big thing for me. You know. Because if you can't be consistent, I can't be with you. No, that's so true. I mean, I will say too, like, I really, I really value loyalty in the same way. Like, if you're not 100%, like, if I decide to commit myself to you, because I have commitment issues, but if I decide to commit myself to Understood. you then like i need to know you're gonna be loyal to me mm -hmm. like that's where that cancer moon comes out because i'm like no like our connection's like so deep and meaningful to me now that like you cannot betray my trust or i will not be able to get over it or it's crazy because i hate when people ghost people but i have a habit of ghosting. oh same like I'm if so i'm interested i will just be like you don't exist to me anymore any and you can hit me up and i'll be like i don't know who you are no <laughs> like deja vu babe i don't know who you are it's crazy i'm a crazy psycho bitch but it's I, it, i'm loving it's but you crazy. know what you know what people like crazy they do they like it everyone wants to talk shit and be like you're thrive crazy off of crazy girls you know what that is one gender stereotype that they like everyone tries to act like is not true but like men fucking love that shit mm -hmm. that's why i get away with doing half the shit that i do I they know. love that i'm a wild child Me too, <laughs> but i'm not gonna break anyone's car because i don't have time for that no 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 i don't do petty things no like Jasmine that Sullivan i'll like here. cuss you out me too if you get me like fucked up but like i like i won't i won't go like too too crazy like i won't break your shit okay i won't drug you either it's not time <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't worry babe i won't drug you so uh let's shift gears a little bit okay. i know we like talked about like your like being trans and like your experience dating that way and stuff uh but it is pride month baby yes happy, what pride. Is pride? happy pride what does pride mean to me is that what your is, next yes, question yes, oh my yes, god um so i actually i i mean i've been featuring queer people on my podcast but i, I specifically saw. wanted to for pride month because okay. like hello we're all queer we're yes, here we're queer babes yeah yes. <laughs> so what does pride mean to you pride means acceptance it means um visibility um it means compassion and mm -hmm. it also means um being true to who you are and um, showing people that you don't give a fuck mm -hmm. and you can wear a rainbow or you can wear your flag with pride and you just don't care what people think because mm -hmm. it's your month. Move out of the way. I'm trans. Thank you so much. It's my month. Um, do, you, do you have a Venmo? You can plug your Venmo right now. Um, <laughs> Venmo trans woman this month. Thank you. Do I, I have a Venmo somewhere. I have to I get that it, to you. I'll after. put it in the show notes. <laughs> okay. Do I have Venmo? I, yeah. Or a Cash App or a PayPal. Cash App. I think, it, I think my Cash App is uh, dollar sign kitty8604. Love that. You heard it here, babes. Um, if you're an ally, you better send someone money right now. If you're Yay. listening to this. Fine. Anyway. Make um, me rich. Thanks. Right. Okay. But yes, that's so exciting. Do you feel like... Um, oh, so do you feel like Pride has changed since like you first moved to New York? Yes. To now? How do you um, feel about that? I feel like... Tell us about it. Tell us. 
tell the thoughties about pride. So I feel like pride changed because of how I behave personally. Because like back in the day, I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear heels. I'm going to wear the best outfit. And now I'm like, I'm going to wear sneakers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be comfortable. Because <laughs> it's hot, bitch. Right. It's really fucking hot. And I'm just going to day drink and be high the whole day. Um, <laughs> fun times. I mean, you know, and it's also, a party. I also feel like back in the day, like I used to walk. I've walked in the Pride Parade multiple times, sure. right? And sometimes it's it, it, it's always incredible. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes being on the a float or like walking like all those blocks, it gets fucking tiring. Yeah, and the remember, Pride Parade's long too. It is. It's I all remember, day. I remember one year I made the fucking mistake of wearing platform heel like sneakers. And they're a wedge. And after like the first three blocks, I wanted to cut my feet off. Oh, no. You're like, I'm going (laughs) to tap out. I'm going to go stand in the crowd later, (laughs) y'all. But, you know, this year, I'm excited for Pride this year because it's 2021. You know, I have a lot of amazing things coming out this year. Yes. Oh, my Um, God. Some I can speak about, some I cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so this has really been my year. You know, I've really flourished. And I feel like after getting my FFS last year, it's Mm -hmm. really like oddly transformed my life really which sounds crazy because i feel like even before i was doing things but now i'm just at a different confidence level yeah tell us about it tell us about it Um, talk your shit so i think for me the confidence level has boosted because i finally feel like i don't have to wear as much makeup which isn't horrible because i'm a makeup artist but it's like i can just go out and live my best life and i feel more confident with the way i look so i am presenting a more confident person through social media and through interviews Mm -hmm. i don't have to second guess the way i look Mm -hmm. which really isn't a lot for people but Mm -hmm. i feel like you know we all as people we kind of have insecurity sometimes so Mm -hmm. i feel like now that my face is kind of in tune with the rest of my body i'm a lot happier so like this pride is huge like i'm super excited um you feel like even more yourself right I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I relate to you in the sense of like every year I feel like I'm a newer, better version of myself. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Sorry, keep going. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so I feel like that's how Pride is incredible this year. And also, like, you know, we're trying to get, we're getting, we're kind of getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, Last year was depressing as fuck. Yeah, I mean, everything was virtual. And uh-huh. I feel like there's, there's going to be no Pride Parade this year, I heard. Okay. But it's still, people are going out and doing stuff. And so Pride it's not like, like still like lives with inside right. of and the... I feel like if you're prideful, <laughs> I feel like if you're prideful, you're prideful every day of the year. Yes. And that's what I always try to tell people. Like, I am not just trans during June. I am trans every day of my life. Yes. And so that means I am prideful of being a black trans woman every day of my life. So, Mm -hmm. yes, I get to celebrate it more one month out of the year. I feel like it should be 12 months out of the year. But that's personal opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's my month to fucking shine. Like, Mm -hmm. hallelujah. Especially because trans visibility has come such a long way, too. It definitely has from, like, you know, reality shows to, Mm -hmm. like, Pose and other just incredible, like, visibility Mm -hmm. in general. Um, So it's like we're here. We're trans. Um, I didn't know where I was going with that one. Oh, no, you're good. (laughs) Well, and I feel like, too, to me, like... Um, because like, yes, I'm like queer, but to me, like pride is really about celebrating the queer people. Like, like to me, like pride, especially this year is about celebrating trans women and trans people, like, like, uh, black and Latinx trans people, especially because it's like, yes, like, you know, like not to say that, like 
someone like me isn't like marginalized in some way but like I recognize like the privilege I have as like I'm like a cis girl who like uh I'm I guess like straight passing is a thing people say you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like I get that and so it's just kind of like I'm proud of who I am so I want to like help lift up other people you know what I mean I feel like that's another reason why I you know not to switch topics but that's another reason why I'm a makeup artist right like yeah so for me it's like as a trans person who's confident in herself, I always love to help anyone, but I also love when I have clients at Sephora come in who are trans, because it's like, I can kind of make them, and I guess I can boost their confidence level up. Yeah. the power of makeup and like just talking to them and just being like a friend and an ally and... Making them comfortable right. and making them more, make them, making them feel beautiful right. and like, Oh my God. I mean, okay. I know people like to talk shit about like people. Okay. I'm going to go on a tangent for a second with you, babes. Okay. So I know people like to talk shit about people who are super into makeup, right? Like they're like, Oh my God, that's so superficial. Like whatever the power that fashion and makeup has over people is so important. It's incredible. And it's like, I I think that queer people recognize it's easier for us to recognize Mm -hmm. that because we understand how, um, self-expression relates to it directly relates to who we mm-hmm. are you know like the way that we like dress and the way that we apply makeup like it helps contribute to how we think of ourselves mm-hmm. and so like I get why some people are like oh yeah like wearing makeup is superficial or that's self-centered but it's like but it is but it's important it's, it is important and feeling I, good about yourself is important right and I totally relate to you because like I always tell people and I tell this cheesy story but it's true it's like you know, makeup at a young age, it made me feel confident Mm -hmm. and made me feel pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, And makeup literally changed my life. Like when I looked in the mirror back before transitioning, it was like, I had to put makeup on to be a girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, not that girls are supposed to wear makeup or need to wear makeup, but that was part of my, that's how I felt. And that's how I expressed myself being a woman. I was like, okay, the minute I put this face on, I am Monique. Yeah. Um, Well, and now you can feel that way even like when you don't have makeup and that's mm -hmm. why it's so important and powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I feel like, you know, makeup and fashion are gateway to Mm -hmm. self-expression. And so I'm thankful to have that as my background and to have been able to, um, you know, connect with people in the makeup industry and, you know, and just find a home. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, it's important. It's important that we like find those communities and those spaces that like make us feel like we can be yeah, yeah, the most like value, like valued we can be. I mean, like I, so I'm close with my family. Like I love my siblings and my parents. Like I have a good relationship with them, but like, I don't see them very often and I feel like the family I feel most connected to is my community of friends and people that I built here. I and definitely like, get that. That's, yeah, and that's such the experience of queer people mm-hmm. and like, like trans people just because like we have to like find a space where we that we can take up, mm-hmm. and you I, know? I also feel like, especially for me, like I have different family sectors, right? So I have like my mom who's like my family mm-hmm. but then i also have my drag family who i've yep. known since i was like 18 they kind of helped me develop kind of who i was as a performer and Monique. Yeah. and then i have my trans family uh-huh. um and then i have my like my friends families and so it's like this one huge family sector that has helped me really transform into the person i am today and like i feel like family is really big mm-hmm. um and i feel like i'm blessed with that you know i feel like Unfortunately, there are some asshole parents who should not be parents because they, 
you know, they chastise or they just forget about their children mm -hmm. or child because their child is different and it's not what they what they want their child to be. And I feel really bad for parents who are just assholes. No, I I completely agree with you. I'm just kind of like, if you're not gonna love your child like any way that they come, like why the fuck did you decide to become a parent? Right. I mean, like, There's I'll a be lot of people now. who should not be a parent. Hello. Facts. I'll be your mother now. Thank Aww, you. Mama Monique. Do you ever want to have mark. kids? Um, you know, it's an interesting topic. <sighs> um, yes and no. Okay. Um, for me, that's been a question I've always been asked. Mm -hmm. Um I would love to have kids. Yeah. I've dated people with kids. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where I was adopted, which adoption is great. I'm all for it. But mm -hmm. as a trans woman, it I cannot have my own children right. physically. So I feel like that's sort of where my holdup is. Because I won't ever get to experience the feeling of being pregnant and being able to conceive with my partner. Gotcha. Okay. Um so I think that's where I kind of have just like, I don't know if I really want kids because... It's a little dysphoria around right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, um, totally. I'm, but I'm all for adoption. I'm all for like surrogate uh, mother. Surrogacy? Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> the like lady who carries the baby right. or whatever. I'm all yes. for that. But you know, I think it's... it's I, a, I get what you're it's saying. It's a weird though. thing because it's like... It, and I think that was even like... Drilled into my head as a like... And like as a young child and as an adult and like a middle-aged you know teen it's like you have to get married and you have to have kids mm -hmm. but then it's like wait a minute i can't have kids on my own it's like so what goes on with that mm -hmm. um so and roundabout answer yes i'd love to have kids but you I, have like a very like maternal energy about you so um, i yeah thank you some other same with the wise. <laughs> i'm a nasty bitch but um you know thank you but i you know i feel like I have like grown into being a mother to some trans people that I've known mm -hmm. um, and that I meet and you know, I, it's rewarding and fulfilling when you see someone really blossom. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, and I think too, it's it. So for me, um, I, because I really value family and I, I really love kids, like, because I grew up around so many kids, like being in my big family, but I never have really been interested in like pregnancy or like, carrying a child for me personally and so that's kind of like the same issue i've had is like i mean and i'm not anywhere ready to have kids but i, I mean i'm not either uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i i want to like have it i the youngest i want to be if i ever become a mom is like 35 okay that's my thing my mom was in her 30s when she adopted me i just feel like you're gonna be like i hopefully i'm more established and like have my shit together a little bit because right now i'm just kind of like living my hot girl life but hot girl summer, <laughs> hot girl summer. but i um yeah, but I've also kind of felt the same way of like, I have like a lot of maternal energy, but I don't know if I like really want to subscribe to like the traditional sense of like of what a family unit should be. And mm -hmm. I, I like I being that like being a woman that has like the opportunity to do that, like. I've had people say to me before, like, oh, well, you'll change your mind about it, like, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And, like, if I do, that's my choice. But I also think that, you know, like, I want to, I almost, like, want to move away from the traditional sense of family and, like, create my own definition of what family mm -hmm. is because that's, like, what my experience has been just as a person, mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's important that we, like, 
get away from the sense of like, okay, you have to like have the fucking New Jersey white picket fence right. and like have the mom and dad and like your fucking blonde kids and your fucking golden retriever. You know Hallelujah. what I mean? Hallelujah. Name Lucy. Literally. <laughs> okay. Oh God. I mean, I think that I'd rather have a fur baby than an, a, a child, like a human baby at the moment. Ooh, do you have a pet? I do not. Mm. I have a boyfriend. It's kind of, you know. <laughs> That's a pet. <laughs> I won't it's disrespect a full-time him job. saying he's a pet, but you know, he's like my furry little <laughs> teddy bear. So I like playing his beard and like. Ooh, that's kind of sexy. Yeah, I love it. Aww. He's like, I'm not an animal. Stop fucking petting me. And I'm like, like I know, but you're fuzzy. Like, I love it. I'm fascinated by like men's body hair. Like Me too. I, I can't stand smooth men. It's so awkward. I'm like, why do you have no hair? I'm so confused. <laughs> I feel the same way. I just like, like, I feel like I don't intentionally do it. I think I'm just like attracted to more hairy guys. Mm-hmm. But even like, I mean, like, even when I've like dated women or like other people of like gender, different gender identities, they all kind of have a similar look. They're like all kind of edgy looking. Uh, I was talking to someone about this the other day where like, I feel like we're attracted to people that we look like. So I like people who have like tattoos who kind okay. of have like an edge to them. Okay. Um, people who look like who are a little bit like you can't read them that well they're a little aloof i'm like oh i want to know what that's about see for me i feel like it's weird like i have dated women in the past and i'm either like i would rather you look like uh super super masculine like tomboy okay and like kind of look more on the masculine presenting side Mm -hmm. or you can be super pretty and you have to be like super hot I feel like my type is more specific when I date men. I feel like when it's anyone else, uh, it's really just kind of like I go off the vibe more. Right. But with a man, I'm just like, you can be whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so as it's long almost as you like, treat me right, you can be whatever. Well, I, I've yet to find a man that treat me right, but. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, um. It'll happen one day when it happens. Yes. Thank you for giving the thoughties You're hope. You're welcome. And there's no rush. There's no rush. There's. Unlike the poppers, there's no rush. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a clown. Rush, sponsor me. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I think that, I think a lot of people rush into relationships. (laughs) Are you still on? (laughs) People do rush into relationships. Um, They get lonely and they're like, I just want to be like down. I want to be tied down. I just want to sleep alone. Which I get. But sometimes it, if you don't have AC, sleeping alone is a better option. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you have AC or a fan, please. Go. Right. It's about to be hot, hot this weekend. So um, please get a fan. Okay, Monique. Um, do you have a thought tale for us? Um, do I? Um, sure. Do you, like, it can be like a quick little so, funny story. My boyfriend might kill me when I say this, but um, one summer we went to Coney Island. Cute and i think we had smoked before we got there and then we smoked when we got there so i was a little high and i think that we that's like, a long train ride too so you gotta smoke before and after right because <laughs> i live in washington heights so it's literally so you're like on the train for like an hour, hour and a half yeah it's horrible <laughs> fucking forever my phone was almost dead and then i think we got there and we ate and we got drinks cute so i was a little tipsy mm-hmm. so then we got on like the fierce wheel Mm-hmm. But it was one of those Ferris wheels that have like their own little. I mean, they. I guess. Wow, I found stupid. All the Ferris wheels have their own carts <laughs> or little seat things. Yeah, but it yeah, was like yeah. a caged-in Ferris wheel. Okay, so, so people can see. Li- what, right. Okay. So it was like a private Ferris wheel. We'll say. Okay. Um and one thing led to another, and we definitely hooked up on the Ferris wheel. Ah, I love that. Um, uh, <laughs> That's. 
Okay, wait, that's hot. Give us details. Okay, so. Um, uh, I can't give you too many details. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, But what I can say is that um, I may have given him head on the Ferris wheel. That's, <laughs> that's fucking iconic. Okay, Savannah, new bucket list for the summer. Get or give head on a Ferris wheel in Coney Island. <laughs> Yes. Wait, that's great though, because you know how like Ferris wheels like rock they a little sway. bit. They sway. So, like, don't you're... choke, okay? <laughs> Yo, that. Um, that it, is it was genius. It was, Next it level. It was incredible, and I feel like it was like reciprocal. Do you like um, PDA or like I being do. or like hooking up in public? I'm clingy, remember? Oh yeah, so that's I true. So you're like, that. I need attention. Like, oh I my god, this. I love you. Oh my god, let's hold hands. Oh my god, like, can I just be next to you? Can I just like link arms with you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so but funny. It's crazy because like. When I'm like in full glam mode, I'm like, don't fucking touch me. Don't, don't touch fuck my, up my face. Makeup. Don't touch my hair. Don't pet me. Don't do anything. Just stand there and admire me. You're like, I look good right now. So like, don't fuck it up. Right. Yeah. It took a long time to get like this. So please don't fuck it up. I get that. I used to, um, I used to date someone who, um, whenever I wore tights, they like to rip my tights when we would have sex. And then oh. I would be like, they'd be like, oh, let's go to the bathroom and fuck. And I'd be like, I'm into that. But if we do that, don't rip my tights this time because <laughs> we still have to go back out and like hang out later. Yep. And like, I don't want my tights to be ripped. <laughs> right. That's why I stopped wearing lipstick. I'm like, you know, you can't give head in a bar when you have lipstick because then you, you come out, your lipstick is sponged. Not if you have the fucking Sephora collection number, wow. red, or number one, the like big red or whatever. <laughs> always red, no, always red. Always red. <laughs> zero. Number one, zero, one. Oh, Sephora my God. Collection. Yes. Now available at Sephora.com. Honestly, we need to stop plugging Sephora so much. <laughs> They'll be like, you're fired tomorrow. They're like, you literally are not welcome back. Like <laughs> To either one of us. Literally. Cheers. They're like, Cheer- cheers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great thought tale. Wow. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I mean. Thought you know, is your homework is to give head on a, for- on a Ferris wheel. And summer. the crazy part is, is that it was kind of difficult because. Uh, so seeing that I still have my certain genitalia, I normally talk throughout the, I talk from morning till night, right? Oh, wow. So it's smooth. Nothing can be seen. Okay. But this time I was in like a bathing suit, like a one piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was wearing shorts. Okay. So like finagling out of that on the Ferris wheel was kind of (laughs) difficult. So I had to like pull things to the side and like figure that out. Oh my God. This is. I should have just worn basketball shorts. No, I get it. I get it. Honestly. Well, especially like for me when I've hooked up in a bathing suit before and it's like wet and then you're like trying to like move it around, but it's like sticking to you and you're like, okay, this is not it. And then it's like, you're trying to like untie. For me, I wear string bikinis a lot. I do so too. I'm- all the time. So you're trying to like it. untie it and then we're bitches with long nails uh-huh. and then the knot gets stuck and you're like, God damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> or when you're in a one piece and it's like cut open in the back, but then you're trying to like pull it to the side, but it's like pulling on your shoulders and you're like, and then you're like I can't. It's like, like too high up your ass crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I'm just trying to do this. What the fuck? Uh, I think more of the story is like hooking up in bathing suits is hard. So uh, just be naked. <laughs> um, yeah. And clubbing in bathing suits is also hard. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I went to a white party one time and it, the night did not end well. <laughs> I wore, I, I'm going to keep the story for myself. Okay, that's fine. Um, but it, it was an all white party. I wore a white bikini. Mm-hmm. I got drunk. And yeah, it was an interesting night to say. Oh my God. Listen, I should never be drunk in a bikini because my nipple will come out. Like, choices. Well, and my labia too. Cause like the (laughs) the bikinis I wear are just like, they're nothing. They're a napkin with, it's a loincloth, babe. Like, you're so so, lucky you can do that. I have to find something that like 
holds everything in place i just like don't give a fuck i'm like well and my thing is too is like i'm over waxing i'm just gonna say that right now i don't give a fuck about waxing anymore so if i have like bikini hair you can fucking look at it i don't give I a shave fuck when i feel the need to i mean i'll still shave like i'm not like rocking a bush but like uh like okay i went to the pool the other day and i like I hadn't shaved in like a week, but and I was like, oh no, maybe I should keep like my shorts on because I don't want anyone to see my bikini line. And then I was, and then I had like a shot, and I was like, and I don't care. Here, everyone, here's my pussy to see. Yeah, live I'm definitely and, like live from um fucking Queens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely topless most of the time at the mm-hmm, beach. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, do you like my perfectly engineered tits? Thanks. Your tits are amazing. They're yeah, sitting thank nice. You so much. Thank just you to my to doctor. <laughs> Shout out. I hate my doctor, but thank you to my doctor. Uh, that's fair. I feel like. I feel, like, I feel like plastic surgeon doctors too can just like their personalities are not great but then they make you look good so you have to like think right. them, you it's know crazy they're kind of like shady right it is yeah it's like they want your money and then when they do something and then when it goes wrong it's like oh well you shouldn't have been doing that. okay honestly so a couple weeks ago i went out <laughs> i went out with my friends and we met up with and we like started talking to these guys that were like buying us drinks or whatever at the bar and one of them was a plastic surgeon okay. and he just like did he start giving you advice on what, what he thought you should yes! get done well I, not me to one of my friends oh, <laughs> but guys are assholes like i, was just I didn't like, ask for your fucking literally opinion. no one asked and like he was like but oh thanks what? for the free consultation he turned to me and he goes oh would you ever get a boob job because i have small tits oh, mm-hmm. and i was like probably not unless someone else is paying for it or i can like afford it like i wouldn't like try to go out of my way to save up for one um i also think if i had big titties i really wouldn't know how to act i mean boom that's me hi thank you <laughs> i'm like i paid for these bitches so you're gonna look at them <laughs> thank you so much twelve thousand twelve thousand five hundred dollars later my implants are real oh yes baby and it's like you know it's funny to me when people say like oh my god you, like her tits don't even look real well babe i paid for them i don't want them to look hello, real why would you. i pay for like saggy tits hello <laughs> how would i pay for an unperfect boob job it's stupid oh my god oh, i know we're going on all the tangents but i love this you're Can so, I, so it's kind of off topic but Go i'm ahead. just gonna ask so Go because ahead. i've been part of the flat chested community yeah um i feel like it's it's so weird because like you being a cis woman you're so confident with having small breasts yeah and i love it it's super sexy and like i'm 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 admired by you thank you but like for me i was like wait a minute like i need bigger boobs to be as a woman Mm -hmm. and it took me forever to realize that i was uh, comfortable with my small tits yeah but now that i have big tits i'm like i would what the fuck was i doing you're like here's my titties like why would my titties you know what (laughs) you know what i'm gonna be honest with you about something so i i don't think i've talked about this topic before no 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 this is good that we're talking about this too um so my name's christian right so i have a gender neutral name and i have small tits the amount of times i've been asked if i'm trans is crazy to me i I, guess i thought about that how does that like make you feel as a cis person honestly i feel like because first of all it's only straight like cis men that ask me that okay i've never had like a woman or anyone of other like another gender identity ask that and to me at first like okay so in the beginning of quarantine the first time i ever got it online besides like a dating app or something um i did a like modeling competition for um a brand that i no longer support but i tried to like do this like instagram modeling competition and i posted this like cute like look or like selfie or whatever and like my tits were i had like a little bra on and so my tits were out and i remember like these random like internet trolls started commenting and they're like that's a man that's a man that's a man and it was just so funny to me because i'm like how deep rooted is your transphobia that you literally just go on the internet looking to clock people? You it know, happens all the fucking time. that's it's fucking so nuts. annoying. 
Yeah. It happens to me every now and then, and it's annoying as fuck. It's just kind of like, what? Do you not have like a life to live? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'll comment something on someone's like TikTok every now and then of just like, like if someone posts something and I disagree with it or whatever, like I'll comment and then move on. But like, I remember this one person specifically my sister ended up commenting and she was like how like deep is your transphobia that you're like literally calling a cis woman trans like Mm -hmm. that's so like you're embarrassing and like why does it even matter because it's like it's none of your business why does it matter why would and that's like and I you know it's crazy like working not to go on another tangent but like working in the public like I, being a trans woman myself, I'm passable enough to get by on a regular basis right but I totally people do ask me if I'm not they don't they're not polite about it they're like uh so are you a man or are you a woman right and well like, and i feel like people all, who are gonna ask business. they're not gonna be polite about right. it which is just like fucked up and i'm just like at the end of the day why the fuck does it matter yeah and and my whole thing is like sis i have nails i have a female name tag that says monique mm-hmm. and i have big ass titties why the fuck are you asking me stupid fucking ignorant questions? And the thing is, too, is like, I, I am what I tell you I am, you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, because like, I, I remember I hooked up with this guy one time and we I met him out and he like, at, he, I was trying to be playful and flirty and I was like, oh, we can't hook up. We can't have sex tonight. And then he looks at me and this dude was fucked up, too. And he goes, oh, is it because you're trans? And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no, I was just trying to be playful. Like, oh, I'm not going to fuck you. Not because I'm trans. Like, why is that? Like, word? what the and fuck, I re- bro? And I really think it's just like, to me, it's just a reflection of the other person that they have some like deep rooted, internalized, either like fetish- mm-hmm. fetishization. Uh, I can speak. It's okay. Um, of trans women or they like have deep-rooted transphobia where they're like i can't ever risk being with a trans woman but you know what people who do feel that way i feel like they low-key like want trans women of course and it's you know what i mean it it totally i totally agree with you and it's also crazy because it's like i've had some of my trans girlfriends who are super passable have to like and the guys would be like no way you're trans what and it's like why does it matter right and they're, they're like, like no you can't be you and can't it's be like, like i would have never bro. known like absolutely like uh, that's crazy like you used to be a man bro no i'm a woman mm-hmm. and i never was a man thank you so much and you know what and why the fuck does it matter right. are you gonna suck my dick or not <laughs> <laughs> like because clearly so you must want to know if i'm trans or not because you clearly want to deep throw my cock so please figure it out right I'm now fucking and if you weak. cannot figure it out you owe me a bag of weed or a drink okay one of the two Pain me <laughs> for my suffering pay from me, your pay me reparations babe. thank you um <laughs> no but i never got that like why the fuck does it matter from trans yeah and like it's crazy i hate people it's great <laughs> I, I mean i'm just like glad that like hopefully our society and culture is moving in a direction away from that and mm-hmm. i feel like you know i feel like while it's like slow and it's gonna take time and we're gonna like make mistakes along the way i think that that is like the forward momentum that I feel optimistic about. And I hope that you do too. And that you see that. I have learned over the years that there are a lot of people, men, male and female in every gender. um, that don't give a fuck what you are. Mm -mm. And it's all about love is love. Mm -hmm. And they could care less whether you have a vagina or a dick. If they love you, they love you. Right. And it's kind of why I like, I, I am in love with my boyfriend because you know, I met him at, probably shouldn't be saying this, but I met him at a tranny sex party, right? Ah, um, okay. But we didn't have sex. Um, okay. I was really drunk and, um, yeah, on drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, that's okay. 
Um, and so, you know, he knew that I was trans from the moment I met him, which mm-hmm. was great, but it's like, why does he even matter? Like, you know, yeah. it, it's crazy. But when I'm, you guys have had to like grown, I'm sure you've grown together and like learned uh, how you like identify like as a couple and things like that. So. We definitely have. And like, although the weird thing is, and like, I still, it's this kind of still bothers me and probably didn't matter for me telling me this, but. Um, we're good I'm just checking okay (laughs) Um, I remember the first time so I we were dating for a couple months and I had never met his friends yet Mm -hmm. and I did not look like the way I do now like I was a little bit I didn't have my face on I didn't have my implants I you know I softened up a lot so um, I brought my gay best friend Phoenix with me Um, we went to this pool hall on um, the billiards pool hall like uh, it's you know like on thir- near 13th and yeah, yeah, yeah. 14th street mm-hmm. um, and we're all having a good time or drinking or whatever and he didn't tell me this till afterwards but apparently one of his homeboys had pulled him aside and he was like you know it's a man right uh, that hurts and, he, and the thing I love about him is his response was well first of all that's my girlfriend and you're going to respect her and if you King. don't like that, then I don't know what to tell you. Yes. That, and it's crazy yes. because it was a gay man that said that to him. It wasn't even the straight man. Listen, the straight guys didn't give a fuck. Yep. Because that, listen, it doesn't matter if you're like gay or lesbian, you can still be transphobic, babe. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yep. that's crazy. I was like, and my whole thing is like, it was like, I didn't even know about it until after the fact. Damn, but, that's crazy. Like, thank God nothing bad happened because you outing my tea. What if my boyfriend didn't know? Granted, yeah. granted, we have been dating for three months. But what if I hadn't told him yet? Yeah. Or like, you know, like, why did that person feel like it was their responsibility right. to point that out to him? You like, oh, my God, right you didn't know. And like, thank God they didn't say that in front of you either and tried to like embarrass you, too. Right. But that's just like, I mean, like that's disgusting i'm sorry that happened to you but it's just kind of like it it, it, to me i just think that behavior is so disgusting because it's just like it's not any of your fucking business and it's it's not any business what your friend who they are attracted to or what they do Mm -hmm. in their like intimate relationships Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. you know it's crazy but i mean i'm thankful clearly we moved on and we've been together for eight years and it is what it is but i'm just like bro like that's you're dumb for Mm -hmm. doing that like there was no reason for that because if I had got my ass whooped, would you have would you have joined or would you have been like, oh, that's going too far? Right. Fuck that. <laughs> You're a fucking queen. Thank you. You're a fucking queen. You're God a, a damn it. And a rock star as well. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a I'm a queen in training. <laughs> you are a queen in your own right though, because you have this killer podcast. Oh my god, thank you. Oh, Nika. and I'm really excited to be on this. Thank you. Like, no, you're killing it. I'm I know like, it's been so like a proud. long time coming. Yes. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I got my shit together, and we're making it happen. Yes. Um, okay, so before we wrap up with thought anthem of the week, what is your biggest piece of advice slash philosophy when it comes to dating that you want to leave the thoughties with? Your last thought tip. My last thought tip would be, um, oh my god, what is my last thought tip? Your parting wisdom. Be confident in the who the fuck you are, and no one can take that from you. Period. Um, and you are a shining star, and you are loved by a lot of people. Where even if you don't feel like you are, there is always someone that is looking up for you and looking out for you, and looking up to you. So continue doing what you're doing, and you're on the right path. Period. Period. I felt <laughs> that. Oh, I'm like. 
I'm like emotional, but I'm also like trying to like keep like be, keep it light because I'm like, oh, this is my podcast. But I'm like lo- low key like crying internally right now because oh, I, I like really that. felt it when you said it. But like that, like the weight of what you just said means so much more, especially like if you're a queer person and you listen to the thought topic and you're just like, damn, I'm looking for my community. Like you're fucking love, babe. And you have to love yourself. Um, self-love is very very important this like self-care is very important don't forget to drink water and moisturize and use your spf use that motherfucking spf go get some super goop (laughs) hello or the fenty um hydro something vapor something shit what is that i should know that i i know what you're talking about i've seen it at the store (laughs) her moisturizer has spf in it look at on fenty.com anyway (laughs) monique queen thank you so much thank you so much for being so open and like loving and like you shared so much with us that i like wasn't expecting you to and i just like really want to thank you for just like being your fucking self and really owning on like like this is what thought topic is all about babe thank just like owning who you are and i love your t-shirt where do you get those ah, i really this want is our one. merch we're dropping this episode i really so. want one of the crop top yeah it's well really it's cute. a t-shirt we just cropped it okay, yeah so mm-hmm. yes okay so let's wrap up so our last segment before we go is thought anthem of the week a thought anthem is a song that makes you feel sexy empowered a bad bitch all of the above so monique before we go what is your thought anthem of the week oh see i was under the impression that thought anthem was a sex song it's also a sex song okay it's so anything. i think i have two can i give two yeah give two you can okay, do whatever you want so my sex anthem is to become one by spice girls because you yes. know i'm a spice girl at heart and you're spicy in the bedroom i babe. know right <laughs> i'm kitty spice guys. kitty spice wait that's so good i'll be thotty spice <laughs> meow meow bitches real um and you know my confident track would be um I think any of Demi Lovato's songs. I'm obsessed with her. <gasps> yes, Demi. Probably Sorry Not Sorry. I think it's her song. Yes! Oh my God. Um, I love that song because I'm a bad bitch. That song, yeah. I'm really and sorry, not sorry. Oh, yes. Those are two iconic ass songs. Yes. Um, I'm here for the Spice Girls moment. We haven't had anyone say Spice Girls yet. I'm surprised. Um, I know. I'm an 80s baby. That means I'm old. No, I, I love young. it. <laughs> Millennial queen. We love it. Dirty Hello. 30s. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Five years, I'll be 40. It's so crazy. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, you don't look a day over 25. Thank you so much. I say I'm 21 on my only applications. Honestly, you should. <laughs> if you told me you were 21, I'd be like, okay, work. I also just like trust whatever information someone tells me about themselves. If they're like, this that's is my pronouns. Crazy. This is my age. I'm like, okay, work. Like, yes, I, that, that's good. I'm not going to be like, let me see that birth certificate, babes, you know? It's almost like when you get carded at the bar and you're like, oh, it's 90s. Okay, you're good. Bye. They're just like, wait, it's like, that was that was so fast. They're like, I know, I, I, I saw 90 something and I was like, okay, good, you're good. No, literally. It's funny because like, uh, I people think I'm younger than I am all the time. Like I'm 24, but people always think I'm like 19, which I'm like, okay, I'll rock with. But someone just made me feel old just the other day because they were like, you're 24. Oh my God, you're so much older than I thought. I was like, funny short 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 micro story go ahead i was at work and this was a couple years ago and um we were we i think we were talking about age and i was like oh you know i was like because we were talking about my age and she was like i was like oh how old do you think i am she's like i don't know i'm really bad with that i was like well guess a number and she looks at me and she goes i don't know like what did she say i think she said like 40 and i was like uh, you're like bitch die <laughs> bitch, 
fuck you. No, actually, I'm like 32. And she's like, oh my God, like I'm really horrible at that. I'm just like, bitch, you already gave me a higher number. You were just Forget trying to be rude. It. Fuck you. She's like, you don't even look a day past 25. I was like, bitch, don't try it now. You already gave me a higher number. Right. Also, like, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with being 40. Like, right. like hello, I want to be like Samantha Jones when I'm 40. Right. But give me a low number, please. Make it's me like, feel better. At least myself. fucking lie. Be like, you look 21. Right. <laughs> Even Thank if you don't so think much. I look 21. <laughs> I'm like, that's right, bitch. And this is why you're shopping for skincare and I'm not. Period. <laughs> Monique, thank you so much. I am so proud of you. You are an inspiration to me. And thank I know you. you'll be an inspiration to the thotties when they listen to this. I'm so excited. Um, why don't you t- plug whatever you want to plug or promote your social media handles, okay. um, any projects you have coming up, anything cool. you want people to check out? So uh, um, a couple things. So my Instagram is momokitty8604. Mm-hmm. Um, spelled M-O-M-O-K-I-T-T-Y 8604. My Facebook is Monique Fontaine. Um, I'm sure you can spell that, hopefully. And if not, the word my name will be in the bio. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I have my own merch line as well. Yes! Um, I do t-shirts, hoodies, cups, literally everything, you name it. And this Pride Month, I came up with a new logo. Cute! Um, and so I just started incorporating beach towels into my merch so Stop. I, I need a beach towel i'm literally can. gonna buy a beach towel uh, the link is in my on uh, my instagram I'll, bio um, i'll link it in the show too okay and on um, our ig thank you mm-hmm. and also um my so probably when you're hearing this depending on when it comes out i will have already next had friday. next friday yeah so next wednesday on the 17th i did a campaign with sephora <gasps> Um, and so that will be out on Thursday the 17th. Oh my God, um, we're going to blow it up. We'll post it all over okay. too. It'll yes. be on their um, YouTube. Um, so they have this campaign called We Blown Something Beautiful and they go around talking to like, uh, uh, not really random people, but like, you know, their employees who people they People who work in beauty. Right, yeah. who work in beauty, who work for the company and who are inspiring and everything like that. And I was chosen um, and I'm actually the first black trans woman they've ever interviewed and had Period. on um, the show. It's not really a show. It's like an interview. It's like a, it's a special, like yeah. a little like feature. So it's cool. like it, my story. Um, and so that comes out next Thursday. And I have a couple other projects in the work. I can't really talk about them because the NDAs and, you know, all that <laughs> oh fun my jazzery. God, She's a star. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm really, you know, this life is in this year is incredible. So I really thank you. And thank you for having me. Of like, course. I'm so thankful. Listen, Queen, you deserve every, you listen, you deserve every opportunity that's coming your way. I'm glad that I can help support you and be a part of that journey too. And I'm excited to watch you blow the fuck up. I like, can't wait. Literally, everyone I have on my show, I'm just like, you're an icon to me. And I know that the world is going to see that too. So. And yes. I think that we're trying to do like a little pop-up moment for me at Sephora Times Square. Yes. Uh, at the end of the month for my pride campaign. Yes, Queen. Okay, so we will post all the dates, all the links where you can help support uh Monique by her merch. Check out her content. And um thanks for playing, baby. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. And for you me. Yes, and you can come back whenever. You're part of the thought yes, community now. I love it. Body for life. Body for life. All right, y'all. So that is all I have for you this week. Um, you can follow me at Crush Ten Sanchez on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can also follow the thought topic at the thought topic, and that is a zero in thought. And um, check out our website, check out our merch, um, support all the things. And we have some more exciting things coming for you this Pride Month. Stay gay, stay bright and prideful. 
Um, and I will see you all next time. Mwah.